This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. This is Being Awesome, a podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob, and normally I start this off with some sort of like a funny story or whatever before I get into the show. But in case you guys haven't known the past week or so, I've been kind of having a hard time doing that. And that's because, personally, I'm tired. I'm, I'm not really burned out, but I'm burned out. Like, the past few weeks, maybe a month or two, I feel like I've been just going nonstop. And it's 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 Memorial Day weekend. I'm actually recording this Saturday night at clock says one forty six AM. I got two more days left of this weekend to just relax. Almost three considering I work at night, so I don't even have to worry about doing anything till Tuesday evening, you know. And it's just it's it's a nice it's Memorial Day, like I said. It's a good good weekend to relax. Give me a a little bit of a much-needed break and a kind of a mini-vacation. I know it's only three days, but when you work as much as I do, three days to just relax is uh, feels like an eternity. <laughs> you know, it feels like a big, big break, a good time for me to just chill out a little. And you guys know my chill's non-negotiable, so when I'm, I'm needing to chill out, it's on. And, uh... I figured this week, being that it's a three-day weekend, and it's kind of the beginning of summer. And I know, I know, summer doesn't technically start for a few more days, because that's on the day on the calendar it says the official uh, first day of summer. Just like every season, is always a few weeks off, depending on where you live. You know, I'm in Georgia, and it's been like 90-degree days for the past month. And the month before that, it was like 80 degree days. It's summer. School's out. Got a nice three-day weekend here. Everyone's gearing up for cookouts. I'm looking forward to tomorrow going to one myself. So you know what, guys? Usually this show, I I, I talk. I start off with a little funny story or a silly joke. I go into a few things that I think is awesome, mostly about Transformers, because this is mainly a Transformers show. But I might talk about something else, like an, a video game or another toy or something that I think is awesome. And then I go into a Q&A portion of the show, answer the question, and ask the show. I say, everyone, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. But it's it's the beginning of summer. Like, it's Memorial Day weekend. Like I said, everyone's going to cookouts and getting in the pool, going to a lake or a beach or whatever. Everyone's just kind of taking a minute to, you know, here in Georgia, we start shooting fireworks on Memorial Day, which sounds ridiculous because everyone's like, hey, it's July the 4th and it's New Year's Eve that you shoot fireworks a day on. I'm like, look, Walmart <laughs> sells fireworks all summer in Georgia. Because we shoot them at every chance we get. It's the South. And no matter what people tell you about Atlanta, people will live in Florida and say they're from Atlanta. So everyone says Atlanta's this huge city. Atlanta's a spot and some suburbs. And you're still in Georgia. You know, it's still the South. And uh, people will shoot fireworks all summer long. 
but this weekend's like kind of the beginning of that, like the beginning of everyone's getting fireworks and stuff for cookouts and all that, you know, the holidays for observing and paying thanks to soldiers who've fallen in the line of duty, which, you know, everyone's really thankful for. And we take this time break to kick off summer and enjoy life. So what I thought I would do, because it's the beginning of summer, and instead of, I just went on for a few minutes about, hey, it's summer. So I thought, how about we all just spend this episode of being awesome in the pool? That sound cool? That rhymed. And what I mean is, with the questions and answer portion of the show, that all comes from uh, Talk Transformers. The uh, best place to talk Transformers on the internet. It's in the name. It's a group on Facebook. You join, you have fun, you enjoy an awesome place to enjoy your hobby with others online. Free of all the crap or whatever. If we see the crap, we kick the crap out. You know, just a cool, open-minded place to be chill about your hobby and enjoy it with others. All, all mindsets too. Like, you know, you, you like this? Cool, cool. Someone giving you a hard time? Well, they don't give you a hard time for long because they'll be like, why am I talking to a door? You just went out one. Respect other people. That's what we're all about. So what I do every so often is I start up a thread there and only there looking for questions for the show. Now, you know, sometimes I might get emailed a question or it might come from zone base or whatever. And I'll add that to the, you know, the queue, the pool of questions that I have. But I take all the questions, comments, talking points from that thread and any, any emails, whatever, and put them all in a notepad file on my phone. I have one of those tablet phones, as everyone knows. I talk about it enough. And I, each day I'll, I'll get into the queue. I'll look into the pool of questions and see what I got. So I've had this pool of questions for a while now. And I got a few in her list, so I thought I'd just go ahead and answer them all and empty that joker out. So let's all just, we're gonna, we just started the grill, and you know it's gonna take a while for the fire to get ready for even cook those hot dogs. And, um, don't tell anyone, but I've got a homemade ice cream maker, uh, in the garage, and I'm surprising everybody, because I got it running, making some ice cream, but it takes forever to make ice cream. And after we have hot dogs and hamburgers... At this being awesome barbecue we're having at the being awesome cookout for Memorial Day weekend, we'll have fresh ice cream. But let's all jump in the pool because we got we got some time to kill. So, all right, everyone, open your drink. Which is a show about Transformers, so that was a Mountain Dew. King Kong's over there in a tank top with a six pack of cores. Voltron's behind the garage. Hope he's not doing anything he shouldn't be doing. Fortress Maximus and Michael Myers are playing solitaire. Hey, Bruticus and God Max are just like hanging out talking. They're not even fighting. All the Titan Masters are in the waiting pool. Power Rangers are taking forever getting out of their armor because it takes them a minute. You know, it takes them like a second to morph, but you tell them to get in a swimsuit. Lord. Let's all get in this pool and see what we got going on at the Being Awesome cookout. The first question comes from Eric Crowbar, who just graduated high school. So everyone, congratulate Eric Crowbar. You know, congratulations, man. You just finished one hurdle of your life. 
dating and you're fixing to start college and everything's about to change. You're going to have a whole new way of doing school coming up that I like college Barrett in high school. So hopefully you will too. But Eric goes on to ask, who do you, he has two questions. I got two questions from Eric and one from James Godier. So I'm going to ask Eric's, uh, for answer Eric's, ask, ask Eric, what's your question? I'm going to answer Eric's questions first because they're shorter answers. First, he asks, who do you like better, Hot Rod or Rodimus Prime? Personally, I like the fun, reckless Hot Rod more than Rodimus Prime. And he said that with an exclamation point. Well, Eric, I like Rodimus Prime better. Now I'm going to tell you why. Because that's the point of asking me a question like that. <laughs> hey, hey, quit running. The little princesses from Mothra were just running around the pool. And I told them, you can't run, you'll fall. They're so short, now I'm just going to know if they drown or not, if they fall in. <sighs> anyway. A reason I like uh, Rodimus Prime better is... Don't get me wrong, Hot Rod's fun. He's that reckless, irresponsible type. And so is Cheetor. So certain incarnations of Bumblebee. So those other characters. That's what I'm saying. So Cliff Jumper was immature and reckless for a little bit in G1. You get what I'm saying? There's a Hot Rod's just basically another one that's got cooler, you know. And I'm not taking away from that. I'm just saying that's Hot Rod. Rodimus Prime. And I'm 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 going cartoon here. I'm not talking about Ninda IDW comics because he's kind of a more mature version of Hot Rod. And I'm not saying that he's more mature. I'm basically saying he's doing the same stuff Hot Rod would do, but just now he's in charge of something. So he's still kind of being immature and reckless and whatever. So, but Rodimus Prime in the cartoon, which is what my mind instantly goes to in the old classic cartoon. You know, when he pops up at the end of the original animated movie, you know, he starts the movie being kind of a kid and a little reckless and whatever. And through the movie, he gets a little more mature, learns a little responsibility. And there he is. He's Rodimus Prime and he saves the day. And so you figure, all right, he's going to be just like Optimus, noble and all that. No. See, in that old cartoon, Optimus has done been the leader for like ever. So he had time to grow into the role. So you get the movie he saves today and now he's got to be the leader. Well, crap, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Last week I was fishing. Last week I was fishing with a kid in the lake. Later that day, I had to save the old man from a squid. And later on, like that night, I lucked out and beat Galvatron. And I had a few good things to say. Everyone has that speech. Let this be this. And then after that, you're like, so everyone have a... What do I do now? And that was kind of it. It was it was neat for me to see, essentially, him trying to learn how to be a leader. And sometimes he was pretty good. Like, he'd have the mature answer or whatever. And But then sometimes it was like, crap, overwhelmed. And, you know, I made the joke that before that the... I don't know if I made a joke. Hey, hey, told you about that running. Anyway. I've told you guys before about how I've kind of burned out on the flawed hero ideal because every hero is a flawed hero now we never it's always someone with parent issues and they're gritty and yeah it's 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 an old meme 
But at the time, it was fresh to me anyway. And I liked seeing someone learn how to be a leader as opposed to already being good at it. But yeah, that's why I like Rodimus Prime better. And well, one of them fell. Okay. I'm about to tell you guys something. I'm kind of whispering right now. I'm kind of glad one of them fell. Because uh, Mothra didn't come. Because he doesn't like Beta Ray Bill very much. And we all really like Beta Ray Bill here at Being Awesome. Oh, it's okay, guys. Rain, the leader of the Corps, just helped the princess up and put a Band-Aid on her knee. So maybe they'll stop running around the pool now. I'm telling you, this being awesome cookout is out of control. It is not... Oh, God. King Kong's drunk. He's just got his tank top on now and just walking around without his shorts on. Yes. Cover that up, man. Yes, we're all impressed. You're an enormous gorilla. It's going to be redundant, okay? He is. He only had two. For a guy so big, he'd be able. Oh, Voltron! Oh, Voltron's starting a fight because he's all in the craft bruised. Man, no one cares about your. Just drink your beer. Jeez, everything's got to be a pissing contest. Ugh. Anyway, Eric Crowbar's next question is. Which is better, Transformers Fall of Cybertron or Transformers Devastation? They're both perfect to me, so it's hard to say. But I'd probably choose Fall of Cybertron. It's up to... Ah. That one's up to interpretation. That's not the right answer. That one's all opinion. Because like Fall of Cybertron was a more fleshed out game. You were more invested in the gameplay. Well, Devastation was really a lot of fun and really pretty to look at. It was nice seeing all these cool cartoony graphics and stuff. Well, I'm not crapping on Fall of Cybertron here or War of Cybertron either. They're kind of your standard looking game of that era, but with Transformer characters, you know. So the cartoony designs is very refreshing and exciting for me to look at. And they're two different types of games, too. You know, one's a shooter type game, and the other one's a, a, uh, what's, a, a, people kept saying brawler, and that's not exactly what it is. Uh, Devastation is what's called a stylish, uh, action game, or stylish fighting game, where, you know, it's basically getting a couple of fights and rank on how you did and move along on a story or whatever. It was really fun, too. So, I'm going to just plead the fifth on that one because I can't choose. But if you want to say my the best and my favorite Transformers video game, that would be the one on the PlayStation 2 based after Armada. They just called it Transformers, uh, but everyone called it Arma the Armada video game because that's what it was. I don't know why they didn't just didn't say Transformers Armada on the cover or anything. And that one was pretty successful, and most people really liked it, like, Every once, every once in a while I'd see some people crapping on it, but it was kind of played out reasons to crap on it because it wasn't G1 or didn't have multiplayer. Like it was going to have multiplayer. I don't know why they were crapping on it then. Um, you know, just kind of... One guy was mad because he could only play three characters. And I'm like... And that was his whole reason for disowning the game. So the complaints I've read about it were... Kind of unrealistic, unfounded complaints. Some people didn't like the controls, and that's a that's a fair complaint because I didn't. I liked them, but they could you, the ability to customize them would have been better. And it had a fault I found with the had ragdoll physics. You know, if you fell or whatever, 
the character would kind of ragdoll around to get back up. And that was cool. That made it work. Thing is, it overdid it sometimes. <laughs> and you could just barely slip in there. You would just be sliding around for like 10 minutes to, okay, can I get up? You know, sometimes it, it went overboard on that. But outside of its faults, that was a wonderful game. And, you know, you went on missions and you'd have your level and you'd go through the mission and you, you could run, run wherever you wanted to go. And you could actually replay the levels because you'd have to find all these mini cons. And of course, while you were finding mini cons, you'd play the level, fight the boss, and go through all the story cinemas and whatever. And you could replay it as much as you want, trying to collect all the mini cons, you know. And the mini cons weren't just for, uh, you've got 50 or whatever. You'd get abilities off them, like weapons or utility things or whatever. And you could combine, uh, combine them. And beef up the stats for your character or whatever. And I just love that game so much. So, I don't have a definite answer to you for your your original question. I'm just going to say, hey, look, I, I don't think I can choose. But I will say, that's my favorite game. Now, one thing I wish I... Uh, if I was more... I would say more disciplined. But it's not a self-disciplined thing caused me this. It's a... Uh, being a busy-ass adult who doesn't really have a lot of spare time is the reason I haven't done this. But I'd like to, uh, maybe on Zone Base, do a compilation of Transformers mobile games. And I'm kind of talking about games like for the DS and 3S and water 3DS, I said 3S. But I'm mainly talking about, like, phone and tablet games because there's been some pretty good ones. You know, everyone, of course, plays Earth Wars now and Forged a Fight. And, you know, there was that yeah, I forget the name of it. One that came out around 08, 09 and stuck around forever. Uh, that was like a turn-based, G1-based game. Awakening, something like that. And of course, there's been a bunch of movie games. Like uh, The Runner for Age of Extinction and stuff like that. But they're kind of worth talking about. And a lot of people don't pay mobile games a whole lot of attention because I guess they're so disposable the way they look at them, but seeing how almost every video game you buy now, you're pointed at download as well as buy retail, you know, and or like, you know, I have a Switch, and um, the bulk of the Switch game library right now is online. You have to download, buy it and download it off the eShop. You know, they have stuff at physical retail. The system's only been out for, what, two, almost three months. It's got what games it's going to have. It's not going to have hundreds of games available yet. That's just not realistic. I see people complaining about that, and I'm like, it's only been three months. Of course, this is all the games that have. What world do you live in, Mr. Looking for Reason to Complain? Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, I just went on a tangent. But like, uh, okay, for Dark of the Moon, there was a uh, a tablet game. For, I think there was an uh, iPhone version too, but was, I only played the iPad version called Dark of the Moon, and EA made it. And it was kind of a... It was top-down. I keep wanting to call it, say it's like Ikari Warriors for the old Nintendo, but that's not true, because that was like just basically walk and shoot. This was like level-based. You went across a level, and of course you'd fight and fight bat Decepticons or whatever and play through missions themed after the game. Like there was a mission where you went to the moon to get Sentinel Prime. Of course there's Decepticons up there, and the first boss battle you had was Shockwave and that snake thing he rode around in when you went to the Chernobyl area and stuff like it. It had a very old school game feel to it, even though it had, for what the time was, 
modern mobile game quality graphics. You know, they're CG, CGI rendered characters and stuff like that. It was like, yeah, it was top down and you basically go across the level. It was, it was a pretty linear level, but it was a um, linear. I said linear, linear level and you'd fight and stuff and you'd upgrade your character as you go and stuff. And that was a really good game. Maybe not like a five star, 10 rated effort. But pretty good for what it was, especially for the time when mobile games were mainly Angry Birds. And thinking about it, there was a game in, for cell phones for the 2007 movie. And a lot of people kind of forget about phone games then because a lot of them were like Snakes or Solitaire or something. But there was a few really good games that came out for cell phone games back then. There was a Doom R <laughs> I was going to say role-playing game and RPG at the same time somehow, but a Doom role-playing game, that was pretty fun. As well as, like, I remember I had, a, had Prince of Persia on my phone. It was a straight, you know, port of the PC game. I had a cool, uh, I, there used to be this game series called Nightmare Creatures. It was, like, basically one and two. They're on Nintendo 64 and PlayStation and maybe a couple other consoles. And I really liked them at the time. I had both of them and beat both of them. And beat both of them. Well, there was another game for them that was put on the cell phone. That was sort of like a side-scrolling brawler. And, you know, of course, I played that and beat it, too, because I really liked that game series. But there was some pretty good games on old cell phones, surprisingly. And including a, a cool um, God of War game I had on my cell phone that was really good. It was like a two, 2D side-scrolling adventure game that would have probably been on home good on, like, a Super Nintendo or Genesis or even, even a early PlayStation 1 game, you know. Pretty good game. But there was a Transformers game for the 07 movie on the cell phone. It's just called Transformers, you know. It's just a tie-in game. And honestly, it kind of looked like it was from the... It could have been a Sega Genesis game. Just a side-scrolling action game. And I think depending on the mission... I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I played it. I have it on a phone. I have no clue where it is. And I'd have to find a charger to charge it up to play it again. But um, if I remember correctly, depending on the levels, it would be what Autobot you'd play. And you'd go through the level, and um, you'd walk and jump. And if you remember old phones, before you had touchscreen, you had to sort of cross-key thing. You would use that to uh, walk or to steer where you'd walk around. And, of course, you'd transform from some levels or for utilitarian purposes. And you'd have a, a jump and a fire button. And you had like an aiming doohickey that would automatically lock on bad guys and you could shoot at them. And that's a, it makes you think like, well, what's the fun in that? It's like, well, sometimes it wouldn't be the one that's closest to you and you want to kill right away. And you'd have to you have like a cycle button to cycle that targeting doohickey around to shoot bad guys. Or say a boss battle where it'd be a classic 16-bit style boss that would stand in a corner, laugh, shoot at you, and then do crazy run past you and you'd have to jump over to avoid them and stuff like that. And you'd have openings to attack and you'd have to, but you might shoot missiles at you and that doohickey would go to those missiles or something like that. You know, it could be, it was a pretty good game and it really worked out. They did a good job with the uh, media, not the media, the format, the medium that they had to work with. That was a good game. I think I over answered your question, Eric, cause you asked me one thing and I said everything else. Those are some good games. High five. Good job on graduating, dude. Uh, don't drink too much in college. 
I did that. You don't, don't do that. <laughs> Our next question in the hey. Oh my god. <sighs> here at the Being Awesome Cookout, while we're in here in the pool. King Kong has fell asleep when I was pants on in his tank top. And Voltron is now drinking his cores after being a jerk about all his stupid craft brews. Now he's drinking his cores. But Vehicle Voltron, he was the one around the corner behind the garage doing... He was... <sighs> he's high. Vehicle Voltron is high. And um, the Ninja Steel Power Ranger... Uh, the Power Rangers Ninja Steel Megazord and Twin Inferno. And I think, yeah, Bumblebee over is over there. They're, they're talking to him like, hey, you need to go sit down and like not be high. There's kids here. You know, they think the Titan Masters are kids, which is kind of judgmental. I mean, Twin Inferno's head's one of them. Yeah, I know that head's hearing them. Yeah. The Titan Masters don't seem to mind. They're, I think they're getting used to being belittled at this point. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Oh, boy. Clobber's mad. Clobber has took an offense to Vehicle Voltron coming out high as a kite, trying to get one of the cores that him and Reg Lion Voltron are stealing from passed out King Kong. And the Transformers have insulted the smaller Transformers by calling. Let's just let's just ignore what's going on and let the, the grill is about ready and uh, some battle beasts to bring out the hot dogs. So maybe once everyone gets some food in them, it'll be. Yeah, you know, this always happens when you get a cookout too many people. That's exactly what. Ha oh, the little princesses have brought Beta Ray Bill a phone and he's talking it out with Mothra. So hey, maybe, maybe some good came out of this. Maybe some good has come out of this. Blur is playing yard darts with another Blur. We've got Rescue Bots Blur playing yard darts with Titan Master Blur. One of them's really fast, and the other one's just kind of fast. And I'm worried one of them's going to hit the other one with the yard dart. Oh! Oh! Lord Zed's arrived with some putties, and it looks like Finster made some potato salad. I don't really like potato salad, but it was a nice home to bring it. That was cool. We are having a good time here at the Being Awesome cookout, even with a couple of guys being jerks. Oh, look at that. Defensor and Devastator are play. They're setting up a badminton net. We're going to play badminton, guys. You know, it's like tennis for people who don't really want to do anything. It's 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 cookout tennis where you just kind of hit the... They call it a birdie over a net. I guess you get a point if a person misses it. Does anyone win at badminton or you just hit it back and forth? I don't know. It's, I'm going to get out of the pool here in just a minute and check that ice cream machine. Because I think, I think we're, going to have, we're all going to have a treat. Every, if you haven't had homemade ice cream, it is just the best. This is going to be a good cookout. Just uh, just a little bit more here in the being awesome pool of questions. James Godier has a question, and just like Eric, who had something happen this week, this past week was James' birthday. So everyone, happy birthday to James! Yeah, I'd say we'd light a candle and all that, but I don't want to. 
I don't want to get a lighter out from around vehicle Voltron. He might get an idea. It's a shame. He's a grown man. Anyway, James goes on to ask, you know, I've been playing around with a lot of my older TS lately for Instagram pics and going through them. There were a lot of things that were good that they got away from. I believe Springer was the last really well-designed bot we've gotten in a while. Even the Sideswipe Streaker mold from Classics was a good thought to get two bots out of one transformation. Long-winded question for being... Long-winded, but my question for being awesome. What are really good home run TF engineering-wise that, well, after transforming them, you said neat? I know it's all subjective to eye beholder, but I know you have a great answer. Hey, thanks, James. And, um... I'll be honest with you, lately I've been kind of going through the motions of transformation. With me, a lot of times it's like, okay, what does it turn into? Oh, he's going to transform this way. Like, I don't really look at the instructions. Every once in a while you'll have a a transformer that defies expectation. Like, say, Revenge of the Fallen Leader Optimus Prime. His toes were like the grill of the truck while his chest was the windows, you know. Every once in a while you get one that's just like a puzzle. But then you get ones that most of the time transform the same. And I don't really have to look at instructions or whatever. I just need a picture of both modes and I'm good. Because, you know, it's like you got your car guy and they can, they might add or remove steps. But generally, generally the feet are the hood. The arms come out from the side. The head comes generally from the back or from the middle. And the roof and back kind of fold over to make the body. There might be a few extra folds here or there to make stylistic things, but that's generally how our animal ones generally transform the same tanks. You know what I'm saying? They all kind of follow the similar schemes. And I generally, like I said, the transformation really isn't the biggest deal in the world to me. But in recent memory, the way the uh, individual Titan Master releases integrate with their partners I think are really cool. For example, um, the uh, flywheels. I'm saying flywheels because I can't remember his uh, his new name. You know, his he's supposed to be flywheels. You know, he can drive that little tank and it's all cool. Or you can turn it to a jet and you can fold. And you can think, oh, he can just ride in the jet. That's cool. But you can fold them around to make the back end of that jet and it blends in and makes like a perfect little jet. Or like say clobber or his million repaints he can ride that little dragon thing or you can fold them on it fold them up into that thing and make the little dinosaur mold mode where his legs are the bottom jaw and his arms these little hands for the dinosaur yeah i think those are really cool or one that's sticks out and this is an older toy uh from 2002 2001 2002 yeah 2002 maybe 03 uh, from Armada in those uh, mini-cons that would come out. His name was Bone Crusher. He was in the uh, land military team. And he there's a million repaints of the toy, of course, as all mini-cons did. And different characters and stuff made a mold. But I'm saying Bone Crusher because he was the first and what really sticks out, out in my mind. The first version of the mold. Um, he turned into sort of like a truck that was carrying like a missile thing. And then, you know, he had his robot mode. And the missile thing, of course, was one of his arms. And he had his, his head and his legs and all that. But 
the reason I'm describing it like that, because it's like, well, duh, Rob, all of them have heads and legs, but the way he transformed was essentially he split in half and swiveled around from the middle. And that kind of formed his body as opposed to just unfolding. Okay. Fronts, legs, arms are things on the side, head folds out. Instead of that kind of standardized transformation for a shape like that, he was different. He'd fold that missile thing around to make one arm. And you'd kind of, he had like a, like a little back panel, like a spare tire thing or whatever. You'd kind of move it out of the way because it would, it would clog up the whole transformation. You literally just, by the middle section of his body, spin him around. Just twist it around a complete 180 degrees or whatever so that it lined back up opposite-wise. And you know, that little piece he moved around was his head, and it just kind of folded into place. And here he had his arm and the, the parts arranged his legs. Uh, that's a horrible de- description of how he transformed. But I've always thought that was a clever, really inventive transformation. Because no matter how far we come in Transformers toys and how all this, all the wonderful technology they, they, they put into it basically just means more articulation and stuff like that. As opposed to really anything else. Because they all kind of, that's not fair. You know, like, because like, there's like maybe two transformation, two or three different transformations in deluxes and combiner wars because they all use the same engineering or different shelling for parts. But the thing is, even there, they still follow that kind of same thing that this is what shape it is. Okay, this is how it's going to transform, you know. And even in masterpieces, they've added a thousand extra steps to fold parts away and to make them look masterpiece-y. Prowl's hood is still his feet. His arms are still on the side. <laughs> you know. So that one I thought was really ingenious. But James, hey, thanks for your question. Happy birthday, man. And you know what? I'm going to stop acting like I'm at a barbecue because that was silly. I should have did that better and had some sounds going or whatever. But I guess saying I'm in the pool for the questions and answer pool is the best way to go about that. <laughs> so now the pool is empty and I'm going to refill it. So sometime in the next week, if you're a member of Talk Transformers, you'll see the thread go up. And you'll be able to put some questions in there and provide content for the show. I said that's stupid. Provide content for the show. Guys, I'm going to eat. <laughs> I um, Friday, you know, I, I get off at 6 in the morning, generally about 6.30. And my wife had to go uh, get an oil change and pick up her glasses. And the glasses place didn't open up till 10 in the morning. And I was going to go with her. So I came home and took like a good hour or so nap, hour and a half nap, got up. And it only takes like 20 minutes for us to get an oil change. So we're going to get the oil change, go pick up her glasses, come back home, and she'd go work and i go sleep. We got to the oil change place. They realized they don't have any filters and they were going to go get some filters <laughs> So we were going to come back. So we went to Walmart to get their glasses. And while she's going to get her glasses, I go walking around. Next thing I know, we're in Walmart for 30 minutes. And then we, we grab some lunch because it's getting lunchtime. We're hungry. And we stop at all change place. Long story short, I get to sleep about 12, wake up about 3.30 to go to work. And so a lot of times I'll end up working Saturdays. But like I might come in for 
two or three hours, maybe four hours Saturday to stay ahead of the week so I don't run behind. But if I don't do that, I'll end up working about three, four hours late Friday night on into Saturday morning just to stay ahead. And I've, I've done that all year, like all year I've been doing that. So I going on three, four hours of sleep separated by a few hours. I go in and fueled completely by monster energy, work like 15 hours, came home. I took my clothes off. I remember that much and got in bed and went to sleep. And I didn't intend to sleep all day. Like I wanted to wake up about two, three or so, so we could go get groceries, whatever. And my wife accidentally wakes me up. She's about to, she's coming in. We got like a little makeup section, makeup section thing for her in our bedroom. <coughs> or a little vanity or whatever you call it, where she can make up yourself all made up. And she was sat down. I woke up. I'm like, oh, hey, what time is it? She was like, oh, it's 630. What? <laughs> Basically, I went to bed about apparently 10 in the morning and woke up at 630 in the evening. <laughs> Just hibernated all day. And we, I was like, let me get up. No, you can sleep some more. I was like, no, I didn't want to sleep all day. It's a three-day weekend. I just slept through one of them. And we went to Moe's and got some food and went to Walmart, did some shopping. Actually, when we were at Walmart yesterday, getting her glasses, I got some of those Loyal Subjects Power Rangers toys that I've been kind of wanting to get. And, you know, I, when it comes to Power Rangers stuff, I buy the Imaginex Power Rangers. That is like, to me, perfection in format right there for, because I, I like to watch Power Ranger shows, but I mainly just want to buy the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger stuff because that's my favorite one to watch. And those Imaginex ones are perfect. They're imaginative. They're fun. They do cool stuff. It's great. But I've been eyeing those Loyal Subjects vinyls that they have for them because they have action vinyls, which are basically action figures. And then the other half is like, well, in the uh, movie assortment are the Zords with little pilot ranger figures you can put in them. Boils are neat, you know. You know, I have a series that's just the TV show, and then a series that's the movies. Now, I mean, the original movie. And so I grabbed two of those uh, movie series. It's the only ones I had. They done sold out the ones else that I had. I mean, I know Target had plenty and all that. And Wife got me Croc from Target looking for more of them for me. But opened them up, and I got uh, Billy and Aisha, the Blue and Yellow Ranger. And I was like, wow, these are pretty neat. These are pretty... And they were like twelve ninety nine a piece. Blind figures. That's way too much for a blind figure, you know. And I was like, wow, these are really cool. It's $24. <laughs> I could have bought the Imaginex T-Rex or Goldar for that. I, they're really cool, but I don't think I'm doing that anymore. Because there's new Imaginex Power Rangers toys coming out. There's a, the Alien Invasion ones that are making their way now. And I see them at Target. And I was waiting to get them at Walmart because they're usually a dollar cheaper. But I'm going to just... Going to Target sometime and buy them all. <laughs> and uh, they got a new Tiger Zord in it in his robot mode. I can't wait to get... God, they're such great toys. I'm rambling. <laughs> it's time for me to go eat me something. Because I was initially saying I slept all day, ate something, but I'm hungry again. So I'm going to go make some ramen noodles or a bowl of cereal or something. So guys, happy Memorial Day. And uh, thanks for listening. If you're a member of Talk Transformers, that Q question thread will go up soon. So you can provide content to this show. Give me something to talk about other than just staring at what I just bought. Or talking about going to buy a Dr. Pepper and falling. That would suck. But thanks for everyone. I almost forgot. Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, 
as part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find each and every one of us at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes, as well as please check out our Amazon links for an easy way to help support us without paying anything extra. And guys, I'm Rob. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. RoboRobSpringer. And while you're online, please check out my personal site, ZoneBase.org. That's ZoneBase.org for all your zone and basing at .orging. Thanks everyone for listening. And I'm going to recharge my battery, so maybe next week I won't be so spaced out like I have in the past few weeks. But thanks everyone for listening again. Thanks for listening to me when I was crap initially. Thanks for listening to me when the show picked up steam after a few weeks and started getting listeners. <laughs> and thanks for listening to me when I'm zoned out. I am really bad saying goodbye. Thanks everyone for listening. See you next week. Chicken sandwiches. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Transform, save the future. Tell me, I'm a life, you can't be heroes.